You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to today's Real Presence Live. We have had a some great conversations this morning. If you've missed any of them, you can find our podcast at realpresenceradio.com or on our app. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Janine Bitson. And Janine, just this morning, we've been chatting about uh, preserving vegetables and herbs and the biblical way of doing that. And uh, I know this segment, we're going to be speaking a little bit about Our Lady. Um, but I just wanted to share a story, an experience I had that kind of tied it all together for me a few years ago. So uh, a few years ago, I was a member of this missionary group, the Marian Missionaries of Divine Mercy, and we did a lot of outreach to the homeless of Boston and New York City. Um, so half of our time was out on the streets, and half of our time was around the community working. And growing up, I did. A, I was in a big family, and I was the oldest girl at home, so I did a lot of the cooking and preserving things. And so, uh, not surprisingly, when I joined this community, uh, my work days were in the kitchen, And for a long time, that was really difficult for me because I loved cooking, but my heart was with the homeless on the streets. And so I didn't understand why I was in the kitchen when there's so much work to be done out on the streets. And it was just a huge spiritual struggle for me. And then I came across this book by Catherine Doherty, who's the founder of Madonna House Apostolate. And her thing is... uh, the duty of the moment and finding Christ in the ordinary little details of, of the life. And I came across this beautiful reflection that was when you're peeling potatoes, the potatoes fall to the floor and build a golden staircase up to the throne of Our Lady. And you climb that throne of potato peels and sit with Our Lady and she introduces you to her son. And so for me, that just blew my mind and just tied it together about Every little thing we do uh, with the intention of love brings us to Mary because everything that Mary did was full of love and ultimately leads us to Christ. That is so beautiful, Teresa. You know, it's funny because my mom always thought I didn't want to work in the kitchen. And I said I I would prefer to be out with my dad because, I mean, literally if he stopped, fast, I would have run right into him because I love learning what he was teaching. Yeah. And my mom's like, well, you never wanted to be in the kitchen. And I'm like, because you always had me peeling potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, now I've, I find a very spiritual form of peeling potatoes. Mm. That's beautiful. Well, and Janine, earlier you were uh, sharing about your glorious garden. Um, I don't, uh, my, <laughs> my messy garden. <laughs> well, what I'm curious about is how has gardening and preserving food impacted your spiritual life? Oh, wow. It, it is a time for prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, my gardening becomes a prayer because when I'm out there weeding and I like to weed, it becomes a time where I can just have conversations with my Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I do think when you're outside in a garden, and you have this beautiful day, you c- it can only point you towards God, right? Mm. I mean, it, it is uh, is so beautiful, and I think that's why the things that I love to do 
whether it's being with my family or gardening or fishing, being out on the lake. It's just like it all just is God's truth, beauty, and goodness come full circle in those activities for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to catch anything to feel God's presence, right? Mm-hmm. But when I do, hey, thanks Bonus. to God, right? <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, in gardening, it's like if I get too caught up in having it perfect for the world to see, then I'm not going to experience the joy of it. Mm-hmm. So I call it no guilt gardening, you know, and, and you do your best to keep it as beautiful as you can. And for those that can, man, you go, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. But for me, it's a time to sit in God's presence and just be grateful for the things that he's blessed us with. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just encountering God in the garden like Adam and Eve did. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully I don't, like, sway like they did, but, you know, it's like, you know, it is just a really good prayer time. Mm, so beautiful. And and when we do make things together, my husband has become quite the cook. I mean, like, really good cook, and he loves to grill. And so the, the herbs and how Rita spoke of that, there's so many things you can do with so few herbs. And our seasonings, um, they really bring everything to life. And we'll go out to eat, and it's like, eh, it was okay, you know. I mean, it's not that we're being critical. It's just that there's so much you can do with freshness and flavor Mm. and it's way less expensive too i mean it's just amazing the things you can cook for so little Mm. uh to to sustain your family and there's always abundance yeah and always abundance so it's just a lot of fun and then there's always new ways you know and so i'm really excited to learn more about what rita has written in her recipes and and i hope that our listeners will do that too because there's a lot of uh harvest that's going on right now and that's an opportunity to explore and try new things or share them with others um it's just really fun Mm -hmm. and I have to confess, I don't have much of a green thumb at all. Like, I would absolutely love to. But I do uh, brew homemade kombucha, which is a fermented tea full of probiotics. Really, really good for your gut. Um, But what I like to do is flavor it with herbs. And just there's a bunch of herb combinations that you wouldn't think really go together. But in kombucha, it's amazing so janine i'm gonna have to be picking your brain to figure out how to grow herbs in the winter in north dakota (laughs) oh there you go yeah well and actually my dining room uh confession to be made on air uh becomes a little greenhouse and then my husband got me a little greenhouse on the patio so and then i have a heater so it's it's just like i could do it year round if i wanted to but there is a good thing about taking that time to rest and appreciate the seasons as well you know so there are things you can do because to buy a bunch of herbs at the store for three four dollars i couldn't even find cilantro you know like Mm -hmm. cilantro it's like all gone every time i go to the store so things that you can buy you know grow yourself Mm. yeah but uh you know it is it's just um It's a really special day. You know, we have um, Our Lady that, um, you know, her her memorial today. And then also tomorrow being the fifth apparition of Fatima. um, It's just such a blessing how many ways Mary is part of our life. 
you know, and the different apparitions and the different ways she's come in different countries. And then tomorrow being the fifth anniversary or the the fifth apparition anniversary uh, from 1917 in Portugal and Fatima. Um, that's really special. Yeah, 125 years. Is that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's 105. Close, yes. <laughs> it's Monday. My brain is not doing math this morning. But. No, but, you know, really, I didn't know anything about Fatima growing up. You know, I wasn't taught about Fatima in CCD classes, you know, and it was only until recently in the last 20 years that I've learned more about Fatima and what has happened. And there's a lot of really cool resources out there. So for our listeners, um, maybe you want to just Google um, Our Lady of Fatima and, and the story of Fatima, but it's so relevant to what's going on in the world today. Mm. You know, when you think of 1917 and the fascism and all the things, the political upheaval and um, things that were going on, um, I really encourage our listeners to, you know, get more in touch with that. We were going to have Father Peter Andrel on uh, to visit about it, and he's phenomenal. Uh, it's like, here's the mic, he goes, and, and you learn so much about the beauty and the message of Fatima. Um, but tomorrow on the 13th day, already there were about 20,000 people that were coming to the Kova mm. because they had heard about these visits from Our Lady to the three children, um, Lu- Lucia, Jacinta, and Francisco. And now um, Lucia... Uh, there's saints Jacinta and Francisco, and then, of course, now servant of God, Lucia, who lived the longest of the three children who went to the Kova and were part of these six uh, visions that have, or apparitions, uh, visits from Our Lady. But um, the 13th one was kind of a precursor to the big one in October. Uh, so that's pretty cool. It really is. So I'm just asking our listeners to just, you know, Get more in touch with Our Lady. Um, everything that Our Lady has done, it's never been pointing to herself. It's always been pointing to her son. It's always been lifting our eyes towards God. She's a humble servant of God. And the more we can resemble her in our own lives, the more we are going to be able to have that connection with Him. Absolutely. And particularly with the Fatima apparitions, um, what really strikes home for me is Sister uh, Lucia passed away in 2005. So this really is a message for our time. Like, Our Lady wants to speak with us. She wants to lead us to her son. So what an amazing opportunity uh, we have to really dive into Our Lady's messages at Fatima and what was she saying? Why, why did she pick this time in history? You know, Right. And, and it was all about uh, a real constant mesh message about praying the rosary. And when you, when you recite the rosary, when you, um, it, people sometimes are Protestant friends will think we're like praying to Mary. And it's like, no, the rosary, everything about the rosary is all leading us to Christ. 
It's all about her son. It's not about her at all. And so it really is a beautiful prayer to to lift ourselves up, whether it's the glorious or the the um, sorrowful mysteries, or um, <laughs> there's two others. <laughs> the, uh, luminous. The luminous mysteries, the glorious mysteries, the sorrowful, sorrowful mysteries, joyful. the joyful yep. mysteries. There we go. <laughs> yeah, on the fly, I'm not always good. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it is so important for us to... To have that daily, um, I don't want to say routine, but that opportunity to just lift ourselves in prayer to our Lord. Absolutely. Well, Janine, it's time to take a break. So, uh, listeners, stay with us. You're listening to Real Presence Lady, Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. I, th- I believe I was 10 years of age, and uh, we we were poor as church mice. We lived on a farm, never went anywhere, had no money, literally. And uh, my oldest sister graduated from college, got a teaching job, got a little money, and she took half a dozen of us kids. We're, I'm one of 14. And we took a few of us to the movie in the little town of Foreman, North Dakota. It happened to be The Miracle of Fatima, a Warner Brothers film. And I saw that. And it, just, it blew me away right on the spot. I thought, God thinks enough of us to send his mother to teach us and talk to us. And I've never forgotten that. And Our Lady has carried me through thick and thin. Um, I, I trust my life to her. And, and um, without her, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be here. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Janine Bitson. And before the break, we were speaking about tomorrow being the anniversary of the fifth apparition, apparition of Our Lady of Fatima. And um, what really just strikes me about Our Lady is how a lot of a lot of her apparitions have been to children. And Janine, you're a mom, so you could probably speak into this more than I can. But I just uh, remember when I was little, 
I remember the story because I wasn't actually born yet, <laughs> but um, my oldest brother was about five, and he had just watched a cartoon about Our Lady of Fatima. And after the movie, he was quite indignant, and he walked over to my mom, and he says, Mom, why aren't we praying the rosary every day? Mary wants us to. She told us to. And my mom's like, you're right. <laughs> so then growing up, we started praying the rosary every day as a family. And I just think it's so important that you um, you introduce your children to Mary and lead them to have a relationship with her because children need a mother. And what better mother can there be but our heavenly mother? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that is something that from my childhood, um, my mom's devotion, Marian devotion uh, to Our Lady was very, very strong. And um, it was always uh, very impactful to me. Uh, but my dad grew up Baptist. Mm. And so he converted to the Catholic faith and very shortly after kind of uh, vacated the Catholic faith. And one of his biggest problems uh, getting over that hump into our faith was Mary. Mm. And and it's so beautiful how my mom um, continued that devotion, continued that. She didn't waver on that. And now my dad, as he came back into full circle the Catholic faith, I mean, 36 years later, but he's so incredible in his love for Mary. And I think that, you know, in with the Protestants, there's a lot of misinformation. You know, Mary is not God, but she's mother of God. And the beautiful thing is, is that Mary and her guidance on how to imitate Christ is what we should all be doing in all things, because everything she does, it's showing love and honor, you know, to Him. And, and so when we show love and honor to His mother— that also gives him love and honor, mm. right? Absolutely. And so I think, you know, for our Protestant friends or, or those who aren't Catholic listening, and even those who are Catholic, um, we don't worship Mary. Mary is not God. Mary is the mother of God. And uh, through the Holy Spirit and God's amazing <laughs> providence, you know, he gave us a mother, uh, a mother of all mothers. Who, who can help us lead us to her son. Absolutely. And I love uh, invoking Mary under her various titles because each of them, well, it just reminds me of the meditation you opened up the show with this morning and there's a line in it, a name bespeaks who a person is. Like how beautiful. And so we have our Lady of Mercy, Our Lady of Tenderness, Our Lady of Comfort. Like, you could go on, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. There's just so many titles that reveal who Mary is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, it's all in her humility that leads us. If we truly live a life of humility like Mary, I mean, it's just like, oh, wow. Can you imagine the evangelization we can do in our world Mm. if we just, in our humility, in our humbleness, it's not about us, it's about our Lord. And that's what she does and continues to do. Yeah, she she continues to uh, bring Christ in in herself to others. And what a way to imitate Mary is to let Christ be born in us and visit Elizabeth. 
Yeah, and you know that's that's what I would just really encourage. Uh, again, we're not Father Andrew, and never will be. He's amazing. <laughs> He's a rock star when it comes to Marian devotion and Mary. Um, but what I can do. You know, what we can do as hosts at Real Presence Radio, at Real Presence Live, we can encourage our listeners to just look more into the life of Mary. We just celebrated her birthday on September 8th. Let's just continue to grow in our relationship with Mary, not as a God, but as mother of God and mother of us. It makes me think of like when you're dating someone uh, the way to get to know him better is to meet his family, but particularly his mom and all the stories, like she knows him better than anyone else. So all the stories of him growing up and her favorite things about him, the cute little things he did. Uh, and although they may be silly experiences, they really speak into that person is, they really speak into your beloved and you want to get to know his mom. And so it's the same with Jesus and Mary. You know, you know I, I wish I wish we had more of a documentation of that when Jesus was growing up, you know, of his public ministry, you know, once the wedding at Cana and it boom, it it goes from there. But wouldn't it be cool to just know more about Jesus as a child and that mother son relationship? But you're right, you look into what a mom and her son have with one another, or mom and her child, I should say, um, in more. Um, but yeah, it it would be really cool to have a glimpse more into the actual dinner table <laughs> experiences. <laughs> we have a yeah. little bit of that with the temple, you know. But you know, yeah. it's uh, it is truly truly beautiful. And um, and think about the cooking, and you know, is Mary a, a gardener? But Obviously, she was cooking for her family and providing, you know, that to our Lord. And, um, yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, and um, w- w- just a little a little thing that I just thought of was, so Mary always leads us to Christ. And aren't we celebrating the exaltation of the Holy Cross, I think, later this week? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just like even in the rhythm of the liturgical calendar, Mary's constantly leading us to her son so incredible Mm -hmm. it is it is and and we're going to be visiting with father paul uh, john paul gardner from the diocese of bismarck on our next segment and he's going to actually unpack the seven sorrows of mary which is another memorial that's going to be happening this week so it's um there there's just Again, just listeners, look more into the life of Mary and how she is integrated throughout our Catholic faith. And, and there are, there's seasons, there's memorials, there's anniversaries of um, her apparitions, you know, throughout the liturgical year. And, of course, you know, when we kick off Advent, you know, I mean, you think about all of that, you know, this young expecting mother and and all the ways that her trust in god's plan for her and her yes Mm. um and how that whole incarnation oh wow you know (laughs) it is and it's so beautiful so our faith is very radical but it's also the truth and it also is full of beauty and goodness and um so much to unpack but to unpack it with Mary is a really great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you say our faith is radical, and 
earlier when we were speaking with Nathan Carr at the Newman Center about like radical radical lifestyles. It in the eyes of the world it is radical, but Jesus was radical, you know? Like Mary's yes was radical. And how exciting is that that we are called and we have the freedom to live radical lives, not in this weird sort of like, oh, you know, I'm going to be different just because, and I want to stand out just because, but really we're called to something so far beyond the what the world we're living in right now, right. you know? So, right. um, I don't know, I think that's going to be my prayer, is to have Mary show me what it means to live a radical life in the steps of Christ, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want mary's radical life (laughs) yeah how beautiful is that so we we're just so grateful again that you have joined us Uh, there's so many resources out there you know if you want to learn more about fatima and you're not really much into reading but you like movies uh there's a movie called the 13th day and that has the beautiful story of you know the three uh children and the kova and and the apparitions uh, of Our Lady and Fatima. Uh, there's so many cool things you can learn with Our Lady of Guadalupe and her visit to uh, St. Juan Diego um, and how that transformed and thousands of people converted uh, to or, you know, converted to Christianity, to Catholicism. In the Cova, no different with October 13th and the Dancing of the Sun. Um, and there's actually photographs of the people in the Cova, and there were actually atheist, fascist people in the Cova, just so they could say, yeah, it didn't happen, and <laughs> then they see it happen, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's really incredible. You know, God gives us miracles for a reason. It's not always when we're asking for them that they happen, but um, they do have a very incredible, uh, transforming way of, um, uh, you know, St. Thomas, you know, there are doubters, mm-hmm. and, and God's miracles come in a timely way. Uh, that helps to convert the doubters. And so the more we know about these instances, the more we can evangelize and talk about them. And people are looking for truth. People want to know more. And we need to help dispel the untruths about Mary and what we believe as Catholics. So I just encourage our listeners, I'm not an expert, but I am a student, and I just encourage you to continue to grow and learn because she's only going to bring you closer to her son. Absolutely. And one of my favorite resources uh, for learning about Our Lady is the saints because the saints had such a tremendous relationship with Our Lady, particularly St. Maximilian Kolbe, yes, like founder of um, Militia Immaculata. So if, if you want a place to start, go to Kolbe. Like, he just loved Mary yeah. um, and just wants to lead people to Mary, who in turn leads us to her son. Amen. Well, we have to go on a quick break, but on the other side of the break, we're going to celebrate another Marian feast this week, Our Lady of Sorrows. We'll discuss that more during our next interview, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 